they drink this beverage in its many exotic forms. Half coffee and half hot milk. I want to, I want to. I want to, I want to. I'll praise the Lord, Lord. and keep the faith. Only G.O.D. could be a king to me. If you love me, you got to represent him well. Believe the scripture. Thank you for tuning in to Macchiato's Music and the Scriptures. I'm your host, Martinez. Please subscribe to these podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And please share this with your family and your friends. If you'd like to send me an email, please send your emails to mmsmedia314 at gmail.com. You can also follow me on social media at mbills314. This is episode number 88, and now I can finally deal with what I've been wanting to deal with for quite some time today i want to discuss celebrity revival there has been an influx of celebrities seemingly turning to christ wanting a wanting a life change wanting to turn their life around and give their lives to the lord and these are things that all of us all of us pray for our loved ones we pray for um our friends um and people to, you know, come into the knowledge of Christ and give their lives to the Lord. You know, once you're a believer, once you give your life to the Lord, that is now like your main goal in life <laughs> is that you want to see the people that you love and people that you're surrounded around or maybe people that you don't even know. If you know that they don't know Christ, your desire should be is that they know him the same way that you know him because you know that what because you know that what Christ can do in one's life. With that being said, people seemingly have a problem with celebrities getting saved. And you may be thinking, well, I don't see what the problem is. We're going to discuss it and we're going to discuss it scripturally. And I'm also going to share a couple of things that I've observed. All right. Um, so with no further ado, let's go ahead and go to uh, Luke chapter six, it's verse 26. It says, woe unto you when all men speak well of you, for so did their fathers to the false prophets. Now, you may be thinking, well, why did you start with that scripture? Because one thing you have to understand is that everybody is not supposed to like you. I know we all want to be liked. We all want to be loved. But the truth of the matter is, is that if everybody likes you, something wrong. Because <laughs> according to this scripture, he says, woe unto you when all men speak well of you. So it's not shocking to me when I see even people that I know personally or even celebrities, because that's what we're dealing with. When everyone doesn't speak well of them, everyone doesn't speak well of their decision. Some people may think that when they gave their lives to Jesus, everyone should be shouting for joy. And I agree, they should. But that's not going to be the case. And the scripture says, Jesus said, woe unto you if when all men speak well of you. 
So basically, if all men are speaking well of a decision that you made, uh, that's a red flag. <laughs> Why is a red flag? Because Jesus said it. It is just as simple and as plain as that. If Jesus said something, who are we to say, well, why why that why is that the case? Because he said it. If he said, woe unto you when all men speak well of you, then that's something that you should be cautious of. So honestly, it should make you feel kind of good when people when all people aren't speaking well of you. And I'm not saying they're not speaking well of you because of something that you did to them. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not saying you went and you did some conniving things to them. So therefore, they're not speaking well of you. I'm talking about people that you don't even know. You met, never met. You don't have a personal relationship with them. They may have some borrowed offense from someone. Or they may just simply just, for whatever reason, just don't like you. <laughs> so that brings me to Kanye West. Right? Kanye West is done several interviews letting people know he's on a mission for God he's in service to God now he does no longer want to do secular music by choice um, he still said he's still going to use his beats he basically wants to change all of his old songs that we're familiar with and he wants to basically make a gospel version of it he said that he's serving the Lord you know he's on tour as we all know with the Sunday service choir which is like 170 members and it's probably one of the most phenomenal things that I've heard in quite some time number one I think personally he's bringing a resurgence of large choirs back to gospel music because that's been missing for some time now you may say, well, there's always been, well, I know there's always been choirs, but in contemporary gospel, that really hasn't been the norm for quite some time. We may have a, some, a couple of a praise team in the back is what we call it. You know, maybe like seven to 10 singers in the back, but not a full on choir in unison and with a choir director. And then they all sound, everyone is, it's just, it's perfect, you know, over, over some, some beats and it's flowing and everyone's bringing glory to God. So, but for whatever reason, every move that Kanye makes, people don't like it. If he sneezes wrong, people don't like it. And I think the bigger issue, of course, is many believers just, it's like, it's like some of us don't want it to be true. A lot of us want Kanye to fail so we can say, I told you so. And the issue with that is actually it's very, very, very dangerous. But when Kanye first made this decision, you know, once he gave his life to the Lord and then went public with it, um, the skepticism, I can understand. Of course, I myself mentally was a little skeptical of it. And here's why. Turn to Acts chapter nine and let's look at verse 26. It says, and when Saul was come to Jerusalem, he essayed to join himself to the disciples, but they were all afraid of him and believed not that he was a disciple. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles and declared unto them how he had seen the Lord in the way and that he had spoken to him and how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. This is the Apostle Paul. This is before his name was changed to Paul. So his name prior to Paul was Saul. The Apostle Paul, prior to him giving his life to Christ, 
he was taking Christians out of their homes, persecuting them and bringing them to their death. Basically, his job was to take Christians out their home and bring them to be killed. He was setting them up. As the scripture says, on the road to Damascus, he had an encounter with Jesus and he got saved and he started preaching Jesus. He didn't go to a Bible college. He didn't. He started preaching Christ because of the encounter that he had. Now, when he came to the apostles and disciples for the first time, you know, trying to let them know that the encounter that he had and everyone knew that knew him. He was notorious. So when they saw his face, everybody trying to scramble and you know what I'm saying? They was nervous. Like, oh, oh Lord, here, here saw what he's coming to do now. And now he's coming to say, no, wait, wait. You know, I'm a believer now. Like, I believe like you. Like I'm on the same mission for Christ now. And this scripture says that they were all afraid. They didn't believe him. It took Barabbas and letting them know, no, no, no. He has declared Jesus as Lord and he has been preaching boldly Jesus at Damascus. Once Barabbas told them that, they were still in shock, but they was like, well, well praise the Lord. They received him. And they began to understand that Jesus is, is, is saving. You know what I'm saying? Like even though he's rose from the dead, he's giving people these encounters. You understand? So and it doesn't really say but you may have some people that probably were still skeptical you probably had some people that probably still didn't like him but overall he was received because they knew because of what he declared that he's not playing he's serious so I said all that to say when Kanye West first made his declaration of course we were all skeptical because we've seen this before you know with different people or whatever have you but once Kanye did his interviews he did one with Big Boy from LA and he did one with Zane Lowe with Apple Music. And he declared on there that he's in service to Christ. He talked about, you know, the rough year that he's had in 2016, 2017. You know, he credits uh, people like Chance the Rapper for, um, you know, kind of leading him back to the Lord. He has believers surrounded around him. He said that, you know, he grew up in ministry, in church. Um, his father is a believer, but he said people been praying for him for years, but now, God finally got a hold of him and he surrendered his life. And my friend, I think that when someone makes a declaration like that, you have to receive him. He's already done enough <laughs> at this point to let you know that he's not playing. Now, people are wanting to say, well, you know, give him, give him two years. But who says that? give him two years you want him to fail and the scripture talks about people like you if you're the person that i'm talking about you want him to fall into a ditch and the bible says to be careful because you may fall in that ditch that you want him to fall in we should be praying and supporting kanye because he's leading people to the lord he's not leading people to himself people cannot for whatever reason forgive his past number one that's not your concern and he doesn't really need you to forgive his past he needed jesus to forgive him of his past because the bible has already declared he that is in christ is a new creature old things are passed away behold all things become new and kanye understands that but what can end up happening is is that you who's the believer can end up being used by satan to turn him back to the world. And once that happens, you know, some people will be applauding. See, I told you so, I told you so. But that shouldn't be the case. He 
has made an album, as we all know, entitled Jesus is King. They asked him, what do you want people to get out of this album, Jesus is King? Kanye, Kanye's reply was, if nothing else, they will understand and have to say Jesus is King. If nothing else, just the title. You have to say that. You have atheists. <laughs> they have to say Jesus is King when talking about the album. They have to, he's getting you to confess it even when you don't believe it. They said there's been over, over a million plus Google searches on Christianity, on Christ and so forth because of this album. Now people are inquiring more about the Lord. They figure, they're figuring if Christ can change Kanye, what could he do for me? So God is using people like a Kanye West. And let me tell you something, if five years from now, God forbid, or two months from now, God forbid, Kanye goes off the deep end and does something uh, ungodly or turns back to the world, whatever have you, that's still not your concern. And it doesn't make his decision for Christ not authentic because the Bible talks about believers stumbling, believers turning away, but he tells you to restore you understand what I'm saying? So even if someone makes a declaration for Christ and then something happens and they end up turning back to the world, turning back to the weed, turning back to whatever, your responsibility as a believer is to restore. So as far as I'm concerned, from this point on, Kanye is my brother in Christ and that's it. But I'm not one of those ones like, yo, I want to I want Kanye to turn back. No, I want Kanye to stay right where he is. He's in pocket right now. He's in service to Christ. I want him to, to stay in pocket and let God lead him and do, you know, whatever he wants to do with him. Now, for some time ago, I think probably like two years ago, I did a, a episode on Mace. You know, Mace probably was probably one of the first mainstream hip hop artists to make a declaration like that. You know, he actually quit rap when he was on top of rap. And he gave his life to the Lord. He wrote a book about it. The book was phenomenal. You know, but he was actually out the spotlight. Like he wasn't going around doing no nothing. You didn't see Mace for a good two, three years. What's up, beautiful people? This is Kirk Franklin. You're listening to Macchiato's Music and Scriptures podcast. Let's get it. Cut out all the lights, see the light. Gap pulled over, see the brights. What you doing on the street at night? Wonder if they gonna read your rights. 13th Amendment, three strikes. Made a left when I should have made a right. Told God last time on life. Told the devil that I'm going on a strike. Told the devil when I see him on sight. I've been working for you my whole life. Told the devil that I'm going on a strike. I've been working for you my whole life. Nothing worse than a hypocrite. Change, he ain't really different. He ain't even try to get permission. Asked for advice and they dissed him. Said I'm finna do a gospel album. What have you been hearing from the Christians? They'll be the first one to judge me. Make it feel like nobody loved me. They'll be the first one to judge me. 
feeling like nobody loved me. Told people God was my mission. What have you been hearing from the Christians? They'd be the first one to judge me. Make it feel like nobody loved me. Make you feel alone in the dark and you never see the light, man. You never see in home, man. You never see the domes. I can feel it when I write. Point of living in the right. If they only see the wrongs, never listen to the songs. Just to listen is a fight. But you whoop me for the fight. It's so hard to get along if they only see the slight from the love of religion. What are you being from the Christians? They'll be the first one to judge me. Make it seem like nobody loved me I'm not trying to lead you to visas But if I try to lead you to Jesus We get called halfway believers Only halfway read Ephesians Only if they knew what I knew of I was never new till I knew of True and living God, Yeshua The true and living God Somebody pray for me Hands on, 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 This concludes side A. Please flip to side B. You know, and he talked about that. And he got, you know, was studying and he went back to school. He said he grew his hair out where he was unrecognizable. He didn't want that attention. Then God used him to start a church. And he was pastoring for a good, honestly, probably 15 years. I think he started that church in 2000. Or 2001, some early 2000s. But I know the church has been up for 15 years at least. But of course, as we all know, maybe two years ago, he came out. Well, he did a first. He first came back out, of course, you know, in 2004 with the Welcome Back. And it was all clean hip hop. Then years later, he came back out, you know, with a disc record to Cameron doing a lot of cussing and all these different things. Then he did the Angie Martinez interview, you know, talking about some things, basically saying how he grew and, you know, he was a babe in Christ. So he was real zealous. So now he's just whatever. I'm not sure what's going on with me, to be honest with you. I tried to look up some things and I can't really find nothing current. Um, so I really don't know what's up with Mace, but even him, when he came out with that camera on disc record and kind of sounded like he was drifting away, had to pray for him. He still got to pray. He's still my brother in the Lord. Whatever decision, ungodly decision he decided to make. My job and our job is to restore. You understand what I'm saying? Now, of course, if he out, if I see him on the gram and he may be posting something crazy, I'd be like, man, he tripped. And I don't know if you see it. You probably can't. But a lot of these <laughs> celebrities who I know are believers and they be kind of wilding out, I'd be in the comments holding them accountable. Now, I don't even say nothing too deep. I may say something like, good morning, pastor, or um, just reminding them of who they are. 
because that's what you should do as a brother in the Lord. You're holding them accountable. You're, you're like, you're not pointing out anything. You just say, hey, man of God, how you doing? Good morning. Got to remind them as to who they are. You see what I'm saying? Not judging them. You just reminded them of who they are. And then you let God take it from there. Um, but a lot of these things aren't far-fetched when it comes to hip-hop. I know I'm discussing hip-hop, but you even have a lot of rock stars. You have a lot of actors. Um, Chris Tucker being one. You have Bob Dylan. Um, so you have so many. You can Google it. You have so many different um, celebrities in general who have given their lives to the Lord. But what we look at is we look at the behavior of people. And everyone's behavior may not all be the same. You understand what I'm saying? So, but the declaration was to Christ. But for some reason, we just think celebrities are hybrid beings. Like for some reason, we don't look at celebrities as humans. As weird as that sound, we look at them as some extraterrestrial <laughs> hybrid beings that they don't have feelings, they so forth. And you know, we always quote the scripture. Well, you know, the Bible says a rich man can't get into heaven. The Bible never said that. There we go, misquoting scripture. Let's go to that scripture. Actually, I think it's in Mark chapter ten. Let's go to Mark chapter ten. Look at verse twenty-five. Jesus speaking. Uh, verse twenty-four. Mark chapter ten, verse twenty-four. It says. This amazed them. This amazed them. But Jesus said again, Dear children, it is very hard to enter the kingdom of God. In fact, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were astonished. Then who in the world can be saved? They asked. Jesus looked at them intently and said, Humanly speaking, it is impossible but not with God. Everything is possible with God. The answer was in verse 27. Because their response was, after he said it's harder for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God, he didn't say that a rich man can't get into heaven or enter the kingdom of God. He said it's hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. It's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. The disciples were astonished and they said, well, who can be saved? If it's hard, they're basically saying, if it's so hard, who can be saved? Basically us included, like how can, who can be saved? He said, well, it's impossible. Meaning that there's no perfect man. None of us humanly have the right to enter the presence of God because we have a sin nature. We were born into sin. He said, but with God, it is possible, meaning that we have Jesus Christ. We've made Jesus the Lord of our life because of the sacrifice that he did. We have him. So now he makes it possible for us to enter the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Did you get that? Like, it's possible now. It's possible now. Without Christ, it is impossible. Nobody rich, poor middle class, whatever class you claim you in, you can't get in without Jesus. But with him, you can get in. Hallelujah. So that settles that. So that's not referring to 
you know, saying, oh, well, you know, rich people can't get into heaven. You got to be poor. The Bible didn't say that. Turn to 1 Timothy chapter 6. I'm flowing now. I feel it now. I'm, I may not stop. <laughs> 1 Timothy chapter 6, look at verse 10, it says, 1 Timothy chapter 6, look at verse 9 and 10, it says, But people who long to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And some people craving money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. So again, it's saying that those who long to be rich, you fall into temptations and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires. So granted, many of these celebrities are millionaires and have a lot of money, more money than me and you probably have, right? So with money, you are available. You have more temptations available to you because you have money. So they may be subject to some temptations that mean you may not be subject to. But that is not a problem with God. God can help them just like God can help us. Us and the celebrity are not on two different fields. We are all on the same playing field. And once they receive Christ, they're now in the same family as us. Materially and naturally, they may be on a different level. But spiritually, we're on, we have the same spiritual inheritance. But what we're supposed to do is pray for them just like we pray for our regular brother and sister in Christ who may not be a celebrity. It says the love of money is the root of all evil. It didn't say money was, but the love of it. So there is a possibility and that's a temptation in itself that if you're a celebrity, especially if you're an actor, you know, there are certain roles now, if you being a believer in Christ, you will not be comfortable with playing anymore. Therefore, that's going to touch your pocketbook a little bit because you have to scale some things back. And so now, you made a decision for the Lord and now you're more concerned about how God thinks rather than what the world thinks. So that may affect your pockets in that regard. It doesn't mean that God will not sustain you or it doesn't mean that you can't make even more money, but you need to let the Holy Spirit lead God and direct you, right? So you can't judge these celebrities every move. You have to pray for them. Remember, their profession is to entertain or whatever have you. So a lot of the decisions that they have to make may be hard, just like a decision that me and you had to make was hard. But we made the decision and we had people to pray for us. We had people to, you know, do all these different things for us. So it has to be the same way with them as well. Remember, they're humans. They're not hybrid beings. They're not unhuman. And if we keep that in mind, they're human beings, just like me and you, I believe that we will treat them a little bit differently. Not special, but you won't treat them like, oh man, see, you already know, you already know what they're about. You know, they, nah. They probably actually have a lot more going on <laughs> that they have to turn away than a lot of us do. But it's possible. They can turn away. Pray. You have to pray. Revival means awakening. So if you're seeing celebrity revival and celebrities are waking up to the truth, you need to applaud that and pray for them. All right. Puff Daddy and his family was recently at Bishop T.D. Jake's church in the front row. 
That got national attention. Lamar Odom, former NBA player, was on his deathbed two years ago. God raised him up. He gave his life to the Lord recently. People are saying, oh, this is just for public attention. No, it's not, because they don't want that kind of attention. They don't want that kind of attention. Let me tell you something. And this is what I observed just from people who are not saved. People who are not saved, people who are in the world, when someone within their field gives their life to Christ, they believe that there are, they believe basically when a person runs to Jesus that they're running from something. And of course, in our minds, like, yeah, we're running from sin, but they don't see it that way. They feel like any celebrity, I'm talking about the world, how the world views their own when they give their life to Christ. They're no, they're no longer theirs, but at one point in time, they were. You understand what I'm saying? So they feel like once they give their life to the Lord, that they're running from something. I mean, they know it was some street activity. You know, they didn't want to smoke here. They was in debt or something. It's always something like that. They don't feel like their decision for Christ is authentic. Therefore, they think that they're playing. You know, a lot of people feel like Kanye because of, you know, his decision for Trump that he's trying to get back into black people. Good graces by turning to church. That's the most idiotic thing I've ever heard in my life, because, number one, he's still supporting Trump. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? And that in itself, that's a decision that I mean, that's his choice. People have the right to choose, y'all, especially when it comes to politics. We may not necessarily agree, but that's their choice. The Holy Spirit will deal with us accordingly. However, just give them time. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you receive Jesus, number one, you a babe in Christ. You a, you a brand new baby. As far as God is concerned, you don't even, you're not even walking yet. You're crawling. You're probably not even crawling. You're on your stomach. You're just not learning to lift your head up. So a lot of people who give their lives to the Lord in the beginning, they're going to make a lot of foolish stuff just like me and you did. They may not turn away from stuff uh, as quickly. They may be lingering around a little bit, but give them time. As long as you are holding on to Jesus and as long as you're calling out to him and as long as you're worshiping him, no one can do that continually and remain the same. And that's the truth. You cannot call on the name of Jesus and love on him and worship him continually and remain the same. Eventually, those things will just fall off or you will no longer have a desire for those things. So you have to give them the same amount of grace and mercy that God has showed you and I and pray for them because this is what we all desire is revival in every aspect, not just celebrity. But when a celebrity comes to Christ, hey, it's like, yo, that's what that's what we wanted because I'm still waiting on DMX. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he know he's called, but there are just certain things that Satan is trying to is holding on him. It's a stronghold and we have to break and pray that stronghold off of him. And once that stronghold is broken, DMX is going to be a free man spiritually. We already see it. We know it's there's been this for years, but it's just things that Satan is is um trying to hinder him with so you have to pray for him that he will break free from this all right and there's many more and you know this ain't gonna be the first time i'm telling you we're going into a new decade 
and within these 2020s, <laughs> you're going to see a large influx of celebrities coming to the church. And I ain't talking about coming to get entertained. I'm talking about coming to get delivered, coming because they want to know Jesus. You can mark, you can write, you can mark this down. It's going to happen. More celebrities are going to come to Jesus. And his desire, as the scripture says, is that all men be saved. We know all men won't be saved, but we know that that is his will. His will is that all men be saved. And that should be our will as well. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share this with your family and your friends. Remember that you can subscribe to these podcasts on all major podcast platforms. If you'd like to follow me on social media, you can do that at mbills314. You can send me an email at mmsmedia314 at gmail.com. Remember these words from the Book of Romans, chapter 3, verse 4. Latter verse. Let God be true and every man be a liar. Until next time, I'm out.